Hey, JP. Hi, Steve. <laughs> so, uh, we have put together again this weekly gag of theme music without having listened to it first. Yep. Gonna be a thing. So, uh, welcome to our show. We will do our intro as soon as the theme music is over. That actually almost sounded like a thing. Yeah, it was the first part of it. You thought that the first part was better? Yeah, I think so. You, you, I mean, you like the organ more? Well, (laughs) I don't, (laughs) uh, yeah, I love me some sweet, sweet organ. Uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't think it was better, but I think it sounded coherent. Yeah. The opening kind of sounded coherent. The middle sort of turned into like some sort of futuristic seizure or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, the end was kind of coherent again, but it was sort of like, I don't know, like some sort of cool blues gospel music or something like that. Yeah, it and then was. It, st- it started like doing a solo. Like, what was that? Some I mean, sort it was of like cool a- blues gospel music. <laughs> I sound like a big dummy. Brought to you by your hosts. JP, uh, Steve Carroll. And JP Camara. Yeah. Uh, who have a weekly conversation where we uh, consider, consider life's questions. questions. Something, something, something. And sometimes, although not regularly, we spoil a movie. Yeah, I feel like we need to expand that. Like, we spoil stuff. Yeah. But spoil a movie is a little more specific. That's so true. if you're looking, you know, if you're like searching through podcasts and you're like, I'm really looking for something where somebody just totally bombs a movie for me just screws it up for me to be able to watch later on Mm -hmm. then we fill that role except we don't (laughs) most Mm. of the time although one of our uh i was editing one and we we were like we've gone to town on movies a couple times recently yeah so when we get on fire we get pretty on fire yeah we gotta stop drop and roll on our movie burning (laughs) yeah we do i had to pat you out that time kelsey came out with the fire extinguisher it was bad (laughs) well those sounds are always good too yeah but this one's yours. So. <laughs> I added out a big old chunk of Transformers noises, and that wasn't even the one where, that was about Transformers. That is, oh, that's right. Yeah. This is the second time where I mentioned, oh, I was editing one where you made crazy noises, and you're like, like these? <laughs> <laughs> and then did it for even longer than last time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Did those stay in? No, they did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't have to be sorry for anything. Never mind. I don't apologize. <laughs> Because I couldn't. It's I couldn't. too late. It was bleeding. It was, it was bleeding. The actual, my computer was bleeding. <laughs> my, as I edited it. No. <laughs> it's like a... Uh, Does Apple Care cover that? Or is that water damage? Oh, possession and yeah. uh, <laughs> stigmata. Computer stigmata. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, Tim Cook enacted that right away when he became CEO. Sort of weird. Like, yeah, your computer's got like weird nail holes in it. Yeah, it's, it has stigmata. Yeah. Don't worry. Ask Tim Cook. Uh, Mr. Cook? Uh, yeah, yeah. Stigmata's covered. All right. Oh, well, okay. But not if they dropped it in water. Oh, you dropped it in water. You dilute the blood at that point. So yeah. he doesn't believe in that. Uh, what's up? I have nothing much. Uh, we're here. It's a Monday. It's Monday. We're recording. Damn it, I sang again. Yes. <laughs> not even five minutes in. We've already recorded <laughs> our first song. Uh, we make new songs every week. I feel like eventually we should release an album of our intro songs that is true yeah you know that that wouldn't that wouldn't be the worst idea we've ever had no No. honestly if we put it up on soundcloud somebody would listen to it sure yeah and it's right behind hey we should do a podcast yes (laughs) we should release music yeah uh there probably are there people who like i mean i'm sure there's people who release music that's just created off of garage band clips and stuff garage band loops i there has to be something. Yeah, there's got to be. I mean, I'm not saying they're successful. <laughs> yeah. But there's got to be somebody out there. Well, like the um the Umbrella track with Jay-Z and Rihanna, that loop that's underneath it, yeah, is a GarageBand loop. Is it? Like yeah. just straight up like you can just go like before that song came out, you could go on GarageBand. Yes. What? Yep. Wait, I thought I I may have made this up in my head. I thought I looked up who the drummer was for that track. 
and it wasn't like somebody I knew. It was like obviously it was huh. a studio drummer or something. Or I mean, it could have been a kid too. Yeah, that that exact beat is in GarageBand, or at least it was in an old version. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if someone actually drummed it, kudos to them. But I remember going through and I was like sampling a while ago, like sampling a bunch yeah, of yeah. beats in GarageBand, and I was like, wait a minute, this is the same beat. Crazy. I like that beat a lot too. It's got a good feel to it if that's a completely synth that's pretty amazing although i guess any synth yeah. beat is like from an actual drum set it's just constructed from drum sounds yeah any like high quality one it's probably not completely constructed from computer sounds so samples yes that's what i mean yeah, yeah. samples yeah yeah i'm that, not that I cool so. i don't know these words well, i don't know that's crazy though yeah garage band loops yeah make your music today that's their slogan that should be their slogan do you have any others uh oh slogan cast <laughs> uh garage band make music garage bands uh not just for garages garage band not just for bands garage band not just for garage bands garage <laughs> a lot band, of these are revolving around the name garage band uh make make your music today <laughs> make your music today well it wasn't even like it's another jingle <laughs> <laughs> they're just actually getting worse you yeah. think they maybe improve as time goes on i used to uh, i used to teach garage band classes every week where at, at, uh, uh, at guitar, guitar center, center. yeah oh. yeah they did uh was that that was like an old school garage band how oh, well like because you yeah. were, weren't you there like seven or eight years ago or something wasn't that long ago uh, actually probably now close to seven or eight years yeah yeah it was right after college so it actually Jeez. just took place in a garage yeah, we had a... Uh, keep using that one. <laughs> yep. And we built a real garage. And <laughs> that was actually pretty cool. It taught people like how to do, you know, set up microphones and do like, you know, basic rec- home recording studio setups. And that's great. Like the the whole... It's the reason why what we're doing. So. Yeah. And the, I mean, the reason why the company wanted to do it is because they hope to sell more recording gear. But mm. it ended up actually just being like a better, like, what would you call it? Building... Um, some goodwill and, yeah. and community like within the guitar center like customer base so it's free yeah it was free nice. every saturday morning it was like 45 minutes and it went basically on a loop it was like f- four or five weeks like the first week you learn you know we go through like hey here's how you here's like what's what you can do right so we like sort of show like the whole setup of like here's a microphone here's a guitar here's a bass here's like a midi keyboard and piano nice audio interface etc and sort of and we just basically do a demo where we build a song wow like in front of you know just say hey you know do you know can you play guitar can you you know throw it on the metronome and they throw in a tasty blues lick and yeah we we drop a drum track in you know underneath it and um, you know, Did get you, like, some replaced bass, and like no, it's just on a on an iMac. We we got we had one like the the first one like session we did had like forty or so people. Wow, yeah. So because we, <laughs> we just promoted the heck out of it. Yeah, um, I told like everybody that I saw in the store, like, hey, we're doing this thing Saturday morning. Come by. Yeah, um, it was cool. Yeah, no uh, no projector, but it was neat just to see people because. You know, you get the, you get three tracks laid down, and then you know it's three different musicians potentially on the same thing, and they see how easy it is to actually yeah. just do it and make a song. And it doesn't necessarily, you know, they weren't necessarily good. Yeah. But a lot of the times it was like, all right, yeah, you, do you know how to do like a four bar blues? Yeah, okay. So we're just going to do a four bar blues in A, and then we're going to you know mix it up for basically a chorus, mm-hmm. and then you know I'll loop it in the song so we can basically do like verse chorus verse chorus chorus just to give some some space and um you know people did stuff over it we had a guy rap over it really which was pretty cool that's awesome did he do a good job yeah he just freestyled nice it's sweet but yeah it was was, you You can tell me if it wasn't good he's not gonna listen to this. i mean i don't remember if it was good like you know those moments when you're like doing stuff in front of people and you sort of black out yeah yeah it's you black like that. out? Well, it's just <laughs> you like... You black out when other people are doing things? Yeah, it's like 45 minutes of like doing this thing. And I'm like, I'm what I'm really trying to pay attention to is like, you know, are people having a good time? Are they like involved and engaged in, yeah, in yeah. what's going on? Are we speeding through like the boring parts fast enough? Sure, sure. You know, so there's not too much like waiting. Um, there's a part of me that know. wants to explore more of, of you blacking out. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I actually, I totally understand what you're saying. It's like being caught up in the moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. For a second, I kind of imagined like every time someone would perform, you would just like blank out. And yeah, then you would like wake up. And yeah, concerts over. In all and, of their blood. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, not again! Yeah, and we find them in a guitar case in the back. <laughs> oh my gosh! 
Uh, that was a sad day. What's the statute of limitations on Guitar Center murders? Uh, it's like eighteen minutes, I think. Oh, actually, All Guitar right. Center. There's sort. Of, it's sort of a. It's sort of a. What's the word for foreign like diplomatic immunity? But an embassy, foreign soil on American imbecilic. It's imbecilic. Yes, that's what my, what I'm saying is imbecilic. Thank you for <laughs> identifying that. Uh, that's pretty cool, though. I mean, I feel like, I mean, you got to do some kind of online education thing. You got to. You've done it so many times. I mean, in person is so much. Well, it's it's easier in a way. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. No, Obviously, it's, it's very it is 100 percent easier in person. Well, yeah, because you, I mean, you can do more on the fly. It's less, yeah, uh, less scrutiny against it, you and know? you can gauge the room. And yes, like well, when people ask you questions live, like it steers the conversation and what you talk about. You discover their interests mm. and the way that what they're trying to do like meets with those, and and it's a different qualification process. So, like it's, I I I think like all, like online training i think is really good like for people who would normally be good at writing books or like you know structuring ideas in a coherent way and doing it once Mm. you know like having that be the canonical example for how to do it but like i view at least like teaching someone how to do something more as like a sales process than than necessarily like a strict you know step-by-step process right because like sometimes someone has to has to do something like spend a really long time in a certain segment and like go deep in a certain area. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't determine that if you're just like releasing training materials and they're going through it on their own. Well, <clears throat> it's more of an iterative process at that point. Yeah. But I mean, like, like when, it, when you release stuff online, any, anything I've ever like any books I bought from people who are like releasing them iteratively, or courses I've looked at or whatever, usually they, they revise them because they realize like, oh, like this needed to be changed or this needed to be changed because people give them feedback. You yeah. Know? I'm, someone's going to give you feedback. I mean, the majority of people are not going to give you feedback. But but, but that's that's more feedback like after the fact. I'm, I'm talking more like how do you during the, the course, like during the process of, of teaching someone, learn from them as they're learning from you yeah, and adapt yeah. your learning, your your teaching style based on your learned insights about them as a learner sure yeah you can't really when it's online i mean a lot of people go through like beta cycles and stuff so that informs what they do yeah so like i mean i guess really like when you do a when you do a presentation live it's almost like everybody's getting your beta version but like that's all they get (laughs) i mean if you do it enough times then then it becomes polished and, and probably in some ways better than the thing you do online but yeah yeah i mean i think I guess it depends on the level of effort you want to put in. If you went through a beta phase, you invited some people to do it, then you went through another phase, and then you released it, then you'd probably have a pretty good idea. But Yeah, I think so. That's a lot of work. Yeah. A lot more work than just getting in front of people and saying stuff. It's true. Like I did. Or sitting next to someone and saying stuff. What do you mean, when you did? Well, I did improv. <laughs> you did an improv show. <laughs> yes, That's we right. were talking about that. <laughs> we did, and it was great. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. JP no, did a really like, good job, everybody. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I just got up in front of people and uh, said stuff. Obviously, you prepared a lot more for your garage band thing. Yeah, they Imagine had a whole I script they wanted us to memorize. Band. Really? Yeah, I did not do that. Oh, so you? I thought you like you didn't make it. Like they made it, but you encouraged people it to was, go to it. Was um, collaborative. So they they had a, an agenda and a script that they wanted everyone to do across the country. And oh, so Guitar Center? Was yeah, like, Guitar hey, Centers do were doing this. Uh, okay, we might have been a pilot. Sure. You know, but, um, no, it was like a, it was a big national thing. And, uh, initially like, you know, I'm reading through it and I'm like, this is boring. (laughs) And so what I did was I basically took the structure and used the structure as a guide. So like, you know, like week one, we go over like overview and then, you know, week two is a deep dive into like microphone techniques. And then Mm -hmm. week three is a deep dive into like instruments and different effects and then week four is you know customer questions and and feedback so it's like you know supposed to build yeah on uh on prior lessons but no they had like a whole script like Cheapers. guides on how to be winsome in front of people i mean because like be what winsome i don't know that word. How, to, how to um win people to your to your side be um charming charismatic I'm still not getting these. Uh, be not boring. Oh, not boring. Yeah. You should have just said not boring. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Winsome. Winsome. Like winsome, lose some. Yeah. Winsome, lose some. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they were trying to set up? 
They're like, yeah. I know a lot of you, especially you, Ralph. You're used to lose some. We yeah. want winsome this time. Like Carol. Yeah. Hey, Steve well, Carol. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's attractive or appealing in terms of personality or character. I don't know any of those That's words winsome. either. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> you just looked it up. Uh, yes, it did. Winsome. I, I, is, how do you spell it? W-I. Sorry, I know like, you had a point, and I was just like, oh, this is a word I don't know. W-I-N-S-O-M-E. Whoa, winsome. Yeah. What's the definition again? It's uh, being a... Uh, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> it, was, it was too long ago. I'm sorry. Please just rewind the recording. Being attractive or charming in personality or character. Lovely. Yeah. Nice. Sorry. So, yeah, be winsome. Be winsome. And, but you were just you were winsome on your own, so... Yeah. Yeah, you just got to smile, shrug a lot. I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. That's what you do. They ask oh, you a question. You go, I don't know. You tell you t- me. <laughs> you tell me, smarty pants. <laughs> do you live in a garage? Do you have a band? That's oh. my qualifications. <laughs> uh, I saw... You know how, like, uh, it's become kind of common in Rhode Island for... Uh, people to stand on like the end of highways and sides of roads and stuff and yeah. put up signs and I mean obviously that that's a thing in general but it, there was some kind of legal thing that happened recently that allowed them to more freely do it and police can't stop them yeah no more uh, what is it not pedaling yeah it was, it was something to do with that panhandling yeah. they got rid of the panhandling loss yes right because they they did I think it was something related to like Girl Scouts and they were like Girl Scouts can go and do this stuff so like mm. we should be able to too and people can you know do stuff for car washes to for sports teams and whatever yeah. uh today there is a i was sitting at a light and across from me uh diagonally across from me there was a guy in a jeep and there was someone standing next to him with a sign pulled up next to him the guy reached in and as he handed him a liter of whiskey wow like a bar you know like the the bar funnel thing on the top where you can like pour it out into drinks yeah what's that called you probably know the name i don't know the name it's huh. probably a pour spout that sounds right. All right. And he put it up in the air, like did like a no germs drink of it for like two or three seconds, showed it off to everybody in each direction, handed it back to the guy in the car. The guy in the car then took a big swig of it, put it down next to him. They did like a long handshake and a high five. And then he drove away. I was like, what? I do not know what just happened. What just happened? So public intoxication. Yes. Drinking and driving. Yep giving booze to a homeless person yes oh man high fives all around high fives all around everybody Jeez. congratulations we did it wow <laughs> i couldn't believe it that's hu- that's and humanity was a cop, like around the corner with at, at like a, some construction work he who was, obviously didn't see it or didn't care he's playing he's playing flappy bird probably yeah yeah, yeah anyways that just reminded me of that for some reason wow. so yeah it's pretty intense i was like just sitting there like i i what do i do i guess there's nothing i can do <laughs> What am I going to do? Call the police? Like, I don't know. Yeah. They were pretty pumped about it. They're oh both my. like the, the guy who got the, the booze looked pumped. But anyways, hmm. so that was my day. <laughs> that was, that was today. That was today. Yeah, this is the morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was over at like point street or something. This never would have happened if you were at the gym this morning. That's true. Actually, it wouldn't have. Yeah. If I had gone to the gym, I wouldn't have seen. No, the it bad wouldn't things have happened. That sometimes happen. It wouldn't have happened yeah. because reality only exists when I view it. Mm-hmm. It all exists because of me. Yeah. It's true, actually, though. I mean, um, no, it's not true, but. That's 100% true. That's how quantum mechanics works, isn't it? I, oh, I was going to say, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, but there is like, right? I guess there's like some kind of. Tell me how quantum mechanics works. I have no idea. Uh, I'm a sociology major, dummy. Yeah, and I'm a. No, yeah, I, yeah. the Schrodinger's cat. Uh, good dilemma that's i mean that's what i'm i'm thinking of a combination of that and like social constructs of reality yeah like social constructs of reality yeah that reality is a social construct that reality only exists because we perceive it and we've created it otherwise it doesn't actually exist sure yeah okay (laughs) sociology deep cuts deep cut yeah 500 level stuff yeah, I feel like, I, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've heard described that way. For some reason, society as a, a, re- a reality is a construct constructed mm-hmm. by society. Is that what you said? Oh, man, I'm getting yeah. confused now. Yeah. Huh. All right. That we are we are building our reality and in part 
because we perceive it, it sure it exists right right and it then would. yeah schrodinger's cat is where you <clears throat> yeah it exists in two states until you open it up and a state is realized mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's true i guess i mean those people probably don't feel like they were a state that was realized or not by my viewing it but i mean eventually the cat's gonna die in the box because you haven't fed it that's true schrodinger was a monster <laughs> nobody talks about all those dead cats in boxes yeah. at just his house. shake the box you'll know if it's alive pretty like, easily i just don't want to i don't want to know is the cat alive or dead shake the box yeah you'll know he'll flip out he will or isn't there like a uh but there's also like some kind of uh nuclear material or something in there isn't it or uh radiation kind of thing with the cat yeah and that's why there's radiation poisoning yeah isn't there like some kind of like like you're (laughs) i'm so wrong there's like uranium or something in it and like the cat either like dies as a result of you opening it up or it's like still alive oh man I'm, i'm killing it I had it so well when I just kept it very vague. I had it so good. I, I think it's so describing well. particles that are in a certain state, but we can't tell the state of the particle yeah, until, until we observe, observe them. Yeah. And then once you observe the particle, you lock in its state. And right. the question is... Well, that's kind of how quantum computers work, right? I yeah. Mean, like, the question is whether or not it's actually been dead the whole time. Right. Well, I don't know that that's the question, but... Well, no, but like, I don't know. That's like the question that I have. It's like, sure. if you discover it and it's dead... Has it been dead the entire time and like sure. always been in that state, or is it constantly in flux and we never actually know what any of the states are? Well, the way that I do it is I I pick up the box, mm-hmm. I show it to everybody, yeah. and I pick up the cat and I throw it in there but and the I close al- the box. Is the cat alive or dead before you put it in the box? Mm, well, that's what you'll have to see next week on JP's Schrodinger's Cat's Box oh, performance. <laughs> the cat's dead. So, if you want to hear us talk about something that's entirely out of our depth, yep. make sure you tune in this week <laughs> to Quantum Mechanics Corner. <laughs> JP singing a lot. Uh, <sighs> Anyways, gotta. I feel like that was the something, something, something right there. <laughs> that definitely was the something, something, something. <laughs> we talked a lot about that. Yep. Uh, you got a last question to consider? Or? Uh, I thought you had one this week. I was excited for what you were going to bring to the table. I specifically know that you have one. Was yours the one that you have, what I had? All right. We're going to say it at the same time on the count of four. Yeah. But we're going to say it on three. We're going to go on four. One. Three. Two. two, Four. Childhood. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) You done me. You done me dirty. Thwarted again. Childhood. Yeah. All right. Not a very. I realize now that like a lot of these statements of like life's questions considers don't actually come out as questions. Yeah, we just sort of say a word and then that's like no, no. Get a little off off the thing going on. The very first one that that we did was a question. Was it? Yeah. Do you dream? Oh, do you dream? Yeah. And do you, you childhood? And you said no. I did. And then we I just had really. a whole episode about your dreams. <laughs> I don't really dream that much. That's true. You just don't remember your dreams. That, I mean, that's possible too, right? Oh, we already talked about this, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And and you said you have a hard time even remembering your childhood. And the question yep. was, do you think it was all just a dream? Some There are literally portions of my childhood that I'm like, I don't know that that really happened. Wow. Yeah. So what's your mother's maiden name? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> This is Steve's identity theft place. What city were you born in? Uh, Punxsutawney. Okay. Um, Philadelphia. Yeah. Punxsutawney Phil. Mm-hmm. I was born inside of Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> oh, the giant buddy. groundhog. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of your secret talents. That is. Yeah, it's one of <laughs> my one of my secret talents: the ability to be born inside of a giant animal. That's true. <laughs> that's a good talent. Yeah. Was your first pet a groundhog? What was its name? It was uh, Groundhog. His name was Punks Tony Phil. Wow. Yeah, amazing. You're really good at this. I am. And the first car you drove? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I drove a Filbert. Uh, the make was Punks to Tony. Yeah. So when you try to log into your bank, what's the what's the image that they show you, that like security image? It's the Groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, less for your social? G-R-O-U. <laughs> <laughs> grow whatever whatever the numbers are for that oh, wait oh, i should have gotten the numbers that would have been better oh uh, that would have been so good uh what are the last of yours oh eight seven eight four nice yeah spells out boom eight zero zero eight 
Okay. Changes each time. Yeah. Four, four, three, two, one. Uh, so this is a realization, a quantum realization thing. Do you childhood? Hmm. Yes. Nice. Still? Do you remember your childhood very Do, clearly? Ah. Hmm. No. Really? Yeah. There's bits and pieces. That actually surprises I me. I feel like. Or do you not have a, like, I, we've never really talked, I've talked a lot about my memory and how it's, like, not great. Yeah. I don't feel like we've ever talked about how good your memory is or not. If I have good memories. Well, I mean, not if you have good memories. <laughs> I'm sure there are some. Uh, but do you remember things very well? Oh, no. No. Oh, no. No. That's a Just tough kidding. nut to crack. Uh, yeah. Um, it's strange. I mean, a lot of it has become very clouded. I think mm. like I've forgotten way more than I remember. Yeah, for definitely. sure. Although I guess that's everybody about everything, right? I mean, yeah. well, some people. I don't know. It's weird. The human brain is a is a very strange thing. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is a tough one for you for some reason. Oh man, for some yeah. reason. I guess you know we have said something about. It. Or maybe just in person. Uh, this is good. Fodder. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I spent a lot of my childhood. Once I got video games, I spent a lot of my childhood playing, playing hours of video, video games. games. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, Hoochie moochie. I could probably remember more of those video games than anything else. <laughs> yes. That's, um, that makes me feel very sad. Movies I saw as a kid and watched like dozens of times. Yeah. I do not remember the plot of at all really? anymore. Yeah. Huh. Um, like, I don't know, like Disney, but like the Lion King. Yeah. Also, I wasn't, I wasn't a bit, sorry. I, I didn't actually watch movies dozens of times as a kid. Yeah. Plus you didn't really like movies that had a lot of like singing in them. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't keep up, keep track of the, right. the singing. But, uh, <laughs> what is this movie about? Weird kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh Steve, it's called singing in the rain. I've it's- wanted to <laughs> explore that about you before. Like just kind of interested in like your blackouts during like musical portions of movies but anyways we'll yeah. come back to it maybe um yeah i don't really uh, i don't know i agree with you though like i it is it, it actually makes me feel a little bit sad to think about that yeah i remember tons about the video games and stuff that i played i also watched a enormous a disgusting amount of the simpsons oh yeah oh my gosh every single night and sometimes saturday if i could catch it wow i would watch the simpsons and he was these were like most of the reruns reruns. yeah yeah well and sunday night too i guess because that was when the new ones were on but yeah i i watched like seven hours of simpsons a week it was crazy i would quote it all the time my parents knew like we'd go on walks together whatever and i would just be quoting simpsons (laughs) all the time it was such an important part of my like upbringing for some reason until i don't know i was like 14 or something then i didn't really like it anymore. so you were allowed to watch the simpsons yeah yeah there were a lot of shows i was not allowed to watch but i was not allowed to watch the simpsons, simpsons i couldn't I watch Ren and Stimpy. anyway oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> despite your parents best efforts no yeah. i had like full control of the tv during simpsons time for whatever reason wow and i would just watch it every night it was on i think it was like six to seven sure yeah two episodes two episodes every night and i would watch them every freaking night huh. i knew so much about the simpsons <laughs> and then i would play video games dope that was a classic Simpsons line. Yeah. That was a good homer. What did what did what kind of video games do you play? All of them. I played a lot of Super uh Super NES, then you know, I went through I was a Nintendo kid. Mm. So Super NES, and then I went to N sixty four, then I did GameCube, then you dropped a coin. That was a weird part of my childhood. I was like, Who is this guy <laughs> and what is this coin doing here? Then you dropped a coin. Then you dropped a coin. So you went up the Nintendo line. I did. I didn't. I PlayStation seemed like a like it was wrong. Like I shouldn't. Oh. I shouldn't play PlayStation. I'm a Nintendo kid. Wow, this is what, dumb. No, what kind of what, what games did you play? What were the what were the like the big hits? Like top ten, top ten. A lot of SNES <clears throat> games come to mind for that. Like Metroid, <clears throat> Super Metroid, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Those I, Metroid I never games owned. were hard. They were hard. Yeah, I did meet. I did meet. I did super. <laughs> <laughs> I did super meet Metroid. Yeah, beat. Uh, I beat Super Metroid, but it was very hard. I I did we, we didn't I didn't buy a lot of games. I would usually like rent them. Like mm. every few weeks, my parents would let me like rent a game. I, I owned some. Yeah, I played. Mm. I think I rented Link to the Past like four times before I beat wow. it. Yeah, I just kept renting. It was like I could have just bought the game at that point, but 
Um, yeah, and I couldn't imagine because you, you, the save was on the cartridge. Right. So I would just, each time it would be like, I would know how to play it better. So I would just play from the beginning again until that oh, point. Wow. I love the Links of Past, though. But those are the ones that really stick out. Then when it, you know, GameCube came out and I, uh, where are the ones I liked on that? I guess uh, I was super into Smash Brothers. Hmm. I played a lot of that. I did a tournament once. Yeah. Oh, I, I did that really too. I was really bad at it, though. Oh. I got crushed. I, I wasn't bad at it, but I got crushed. Yeah. Did you win? That's the one game that I've that I'm good at. Super, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. It used to be the game I was good at. Yeah, yeah. Well, StarCraft too, I guess. But I never did any tournaments or anything. Yeah, there's. I I would wager to say there are very few people who could are, be are better than me at that game. Even today, having not played it, and very few people. I mean, I I would believe that you're better than me, certainly. But yeah. what was your character? Anybody anybody yeah but well, you like, were a great smash player who played who could play any character they're yeah. all so different yeah i oh. spent a lot of time playing i that guess <laughs> i mean like my like the top four were probably kirby fox samus and ness yeah um fox is pretty pretty powerful but yeah once you luigi was my favorite i just liked being huh. good at luigi i would just i would crush you probably if you were luigi I, I'm not doubting. Like <laughs> you look so like smiley, like I'll crush you, and I'm like oh, you yeah. probably would. But like for you to be like, very few people would be better than you. There's probably people who are like. I mean, there's people who've like literally competed in like professionally. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see you play Smash Brothers though. Yeah, you got to get an N64. Oh, N64. Yeah, I never played it on N64. N64. I played it on GameCube. Yeah, that one's okay. The courses are too small. Yeah, they they expanded it more for. Uh, was it the Wii, I guess? Yeah, and then those are two. Like, the first, I don't know, the first Super Smash, there was something magical about it. And well, it was also your first one. Yeah. It's like people say Final Fantasy VII is the best one ever. But, like, it was... It is the best. <laughs> it was the the and most ten. popular. I love ten too. Ten's awesome. Ten's really yeah, good. Ten's my favorite, actually. Really? Even not being a PlayStation kid. Well, when I met Nicole, <laughs> by the time PlayStation 3... That was PlayStation... Two. That was that, too? Mm-hmm. Okay, we got one. We got a PlayStation Two at one point when I yeah. finally like broke free of the Nintendoism. I borrowed. I, I actually we, borrowed it. You did, for yeah, a while. while. Yeah, yeah. Nicole and I put a hundred and forty hours into that game. Yeah, it's a lot. That's awesome. But uh, combined, yeah, we, I hope it was combined. Yeah, we played it only, together. Only takes like seventy hours to beat. Combined? No, no. It was it was total. We oh. got everything oh we had so many things that the final boss was extremely boring because we one hit rushed it yeah it was basically like one or two hits and he couldn't do anything to us because we had completely like maxed out everything yeah that's why it was 140 hours it wasn't okay oh it takes 70 hours (laughs) (laughs) freaking game nerds over here anyways this is a game corner uh yeah, but childhood. Yeah, you're right. I remember more about games and movies than I do about my childhood. And so you don't you don't play many games now, do you? No, nah. really. Why? I get, why is that? It stresses me out. Not it doesn't stress me out to play them. It stresses me out thinking I should be doing something else. Huh? The only games just, I can manage to play are phone games. Is it just because like doing things that are just sheer enjoyment? No, I do things that are sheer enjoyment. I mean, I I do this right. Like this is a little different, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, like I, there's something about, there's something unique to games. And I think part of it is a feeling of, I spent so much of my childhood playing games. I need to make back that portion <laughs> of my life by not playing games anymore. Yeah. Uh, also I just, I don't, I don't think I, I don't get into them as much as I used to either. Like mm-hmm. when I start to get into a point where with a game where I'm like, wow, this is going to take me a really long time. I'm like, mm, how are that? I'm out. Huh? Yeah. Even if I like it a lot, I, I would, a lot of games I was like, I would rather just find out what the story was about because yeah. i like the stories i like games with a good story um well have, zelda yeah the zelda games had that yeah did starcraft have like a story oh yeah starcraft had a very involved story actually huh. i've been thinking about just playing through the campaigns of starcraft 2 just to get the story sorry i meant Star Fox. oh yeah of like starcraft yeah um Star Fox had a story kind of it was like Fight this guy, and then he's a giant face at the end. <laughs> kill him. <laughs> kill anything with a giant face. That's why I had a hard childhood, because everyone was trying to kill me. Yeah, and everyone had giant faces. <laughs> everyone had giant face in my family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't really have much of a plot. You mm. should remember that better. You, I, 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 I didn't play I'm starting to feel, Really? Yeah. On the N64? Yeah, I had, a, I had an N64. Or the SNES was the I had an N64, one, I and I had... 
Uh, I didn't. I didn't do the SNES. I didn't. Uh, I, uh, oh man, there's so many. I games got a Sega though. Genesis. Oh, why are you that a real thing? Weirdo. Yeah, I think. I think there was a time when. <clears throat> so like before, it was like maybe a year before Sega Saturn came out and like mm. PlayStation came out. That like Sega Genesis was super cheap. Yeah. And that's oh yeah, that's yeah. the one that I wound up with. Sure. Um, and I think it was like. You know, my my parents saw Sonic and were like, "Oh, good! It's like a bright, colorful, fun game, not mm. violent." You know that sort of thing, right? But that was like there were only a handful of Sega games that were actually, I think, good. And also, Sega was like way more of a violent system than yeah. SNES was. I was always I, like, certainly about my, me, I guess. I was always jealous of kids who had Mortal <laughs> Kombat on the Sega Genesis because it had blood, and then on the had, SNES it had sweat. It had no blood on the SNES. No. It was sweat. If you had the cheat codes, you could unlock it. Yes, you, I think you could unlock it, maybe. Yeah. But, like, at Sega Genesis, it was, like, they had, like, a little, you know, it was, like, dumb blood drops. But I was always like, oh, I got sweat. Like, Aww. what a stupid kid. Yeah. <laughs> Why does that matter? It matters. Well, it certainly it matters today, because you basically, like, eviscerate human beings in the new Mortal Kombat. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, I won't. I don't play those games. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It doesn't hold in there for me. I don't, I don't really like games where, like, you shoot people or hurt people. I tend to not yeah. like, gravitate toward those games. And they only get, like, they just, they're always, well, I say that. I don't know that much anymore. But, like, I just, I remember a period where it's just, like, escalation of violence in first-person shooters. Like, yeah. there was that, um, like, Soldier Fortune or something like that, where it was, like, in this one, any part of their body where you shoot, like, you see them squirm and suffer as they do it. It was crazy. You could shoot, like, any part of their body, and they would react to it. Like, you shoot their leg, and they'd like, blood would start coming out, and they'd be, like, holding their leg, and you could shoot oh, their... Man. Yeah, it was crazy. It wasn't like you shoot a person, and then eventually they die in some, like, animation. Like, every every part of them, they, like, specially crafted for you to murder. It was crazy. That is terrible. And I tried it, but... Well, uh, of course you did. You like horror movies. That's why. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I it was. I didn't like it though. I was like, this is too much. You could like shoot off their legs and stuff. It was just. I mean, what? today, like you can do that in some games, I guess. But man, yeah, not for me. Mm-mm. 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 Dark corners. Yeah, dark shadows. So you were a Nintendo kid. Yeah, you were a Sega and PlayStation kid. Yeah, I did. I get an N sixty four before I got a PlayStation. No. Mm. I was. I always ended up being like on the tail end. Like, I would mm. get systems, like, a couple years after they came out when, like, new ones were sort of on the way. Yeah. And they yeah. were less expensive. Sure. And there were a lot of good games for inexpensive. Yeah. Like, that always was, like, my jam. Mm. That's how I That's how I ended up getting Did into. you buy your own or is it just... Uh... Usually, I'd get, like, a system for a birthday or Christmas. Yeah. And then I would buy, the, buy games. the games on my own. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was the... Uh, you, remember, you know, you've seen that video online of the kid, like, flipping out when he got the N64? Mm-hmm. I have that video of me getting the N64 because I, I got it. Uh, I don't think I got it like right when it came out, but it was pretty close to it. And I like flipped out at yeah. Christmas, like dancing around, like shaking it all over the place. Like I was flipping out. <laughs> oh my God. I was the, yeah, the N64 Christmas kid. But yeah. I didn't, I didn't get them like right away when they came out either, but it was close to it, I guess. Hmm. But N64, yeah, it was good. PlayStation was a superior system though, like all the way. Just had way more games. Yeah, as far as games go, yeah. ooh, so many. And yeah. I had one where I um, there's like a mod that you can get, like a old Game Shark you put in the back, and then like a special CD you could put oh, in. Oh yeah, where you could play games that like weren't U.S. games or that were potentially you know fell Pirated off the back games. of the truck. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Um. So like. I think the statute of limitations. Yeah. Pretty... Well, I, it wasn't my doing. Mm. I sort of came upon the richness of this treasure trove. Yeah. That's how like drug dealers describe it too. When yeah. They, when it, they deal. I, I found it. Yeah. It I found these it, drugs. It, and then it I fell off the back of the truck. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. So I ended up, I was like a big Dragon Ball Z fan when I was a kid. Oh, and you got like Dragon Ball all, games? All the, yeah. All the Dragon Ball Z oh, fighting man, games in Japanese. Awesome. They were really great. That's awesome. Were they uh, like side to side or was it like a 3D thing? It was um, it was side to side with a little bit of 3D, but like like 3D in the sense of like you'd punch someone, like smash them through and then they could like go through like a wall. Right, right. Or something. That's sick. So what what, uh, what were the mechanics like? What other game could you compare it to? Uh, the, well, I had, have you played any of the new Dragon Ball Z games like for 
No. I pl- I played the last one I played was on the Wii. It where was you similar could, like, to like Marvel versus Capcom. Okay, but like you could fly. Oh, nice. And like and That's power awesome. up and and you would like charge after like someone would like run away from you and you'd have to like fly and charge after them. Oh, and man, that's so good. It was really cool. Yeah. And then there was like there was a a mod for Half Life that was actually a Dragon Ball Z mod. What? Which was really fun too. Oh, yeah. I got Half really Life good the, at that. Uh, first person shooter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some people reskinned it as like Dragon Ball Z. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so good. On the PlayStation? I no, I'm sorry, on the, on the computer. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Man, that's good, though. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, we played, like, the original Final Fantasy games. Like, people mm. had figured out how to do emulation back yeah, then, yeah. too, to where, like, they put... On a PS. Wow, that's pretty Where cool. they put, like, SNES games, and they were really slow. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, Um And I had a similar thing for the Dreamcast, and it was still pretty crummy. Um, but they uh, were like good. They were good for like RPGs where yeah. you know performance and like speed didn't matter. It was more sure. about the story. But yeah, man, I love video games. I still I still play a fair. I think amount. it's great. I yeah. I don't envy it necessarily, but like I like people who like can sit down and play video games. I'm like, that's cool that you can do that. I can't. Yeah. I just can't do it. <laughs> I just and it, I don't think I even want to. But hmm. part of me wants to a little bit. Like I I like them but i feel like if most of them were in movie form i would just watch the movie yeah. and move on well and that's that's the thing like a lot of people can sit and watch hours of netflix yeah i can do that that's i, I mean get, that's the irony of it. i get so bored yeah like i want to be doing something sure so like the video game is sort of the perfect medium for me like it's it's an art form like i get to engage with it like it's a story and actually like being a, a participating character is something where i i start to develop like competence and the mastery in yeah and then when you know when it's finished it's like oh it's i don't i i equate it to like a combination between like playing a movie and watching a good book or like reading a good book like mm. being able to participate in a movie and yeah, and yeah. reading cuz i mean there is a lot of like reading and interacting in video games. It's not totally, just... especially like the, the triple A ones or, I mean, not even necessarily yeah. those, but those usually put a lot of like storyline and plot and stuff into them and yeah. voice acting and all that stuff. So I should clarify, actually, I said, I watch a lot of Netflix. I will watch ne- a lot of Netflix <laughs> with Nicole. Yeah. If I'm alone, I will not that I have the same problem watching it when I'm alone too. Like, whereas I, if I was alone and I had a video game, I wouldn't play it. I wouldn't, I don't really watch things when I'm alone either because I just feel like I should be doing something else. But if we're together, then at least it's like we're doing something together, even if it's like watching TV. If we had a cooperative game, I would play that with her. Yeah. But like I'm trying to, if we're around together, I'm trying to spend time with her. If I'm alone, I feel like I need to be doing a thing. So <laughs> I don't know. It's a, I don't know. It's a flaw, I guess. I don't know. It's only a flaw if you think it is. That's true. I don't. It's yeah. good. I'm happy with it. <laughs> But yeah, I like the idea of like an interactive story. I mean, yeah. that's what I guess that's exactly what they are, right? So video games are, yeah. yeah. The uh, the good ones. Otherwise, sure. it's uh, you know spending countless hours just learning how to shoot people in the head better. That I do not get. Yeah, unless you're, I guess, if you're like doing it with friends and like you have a some kind of guild thing going on or something. I don't know. Yeah. Also, like I like puzzle games. Like I don't need a game to necessarily have a story. I like puzzles too, hmm. or like games where you have to like become very like proficient at like a like a tetris type thing you know monument valley or i don't really know any because i don't play very many you didn't play monument valley for the iphone no oh it's great yeah if you like puzzle games that's a really good one yeah yeah it's um a lot of the it's it's like it's a 3d kind of puzzle game where you Mm -hmm. have to like move the environment around to get characters to sort of move through it oh that's cool and a lot of it is like very mc escher style stuff nice yeah um uh, yeah, it's it's neat. It's a couple bucks, but it's one of the prettiest oh, yeah. iPhone games that I've ever played. Nice. Yeah, I've always I've always wanted to build a game. Yeah. Which the less and less I play games, the less good I would be <laughs> at building a game because <laughs> I don't know what people want. Yeah. But well, infinite like building runners are kinda, pretty popular. You could just build an infinite runner. <laughs> I almost did a couple of years ago. Really? I started working with somebody yeah. on an infinite runner. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I like because I I look at a game like that, like what you're talking about. I can even just like visualize it a little bit, and it's just like wow, it'd be really like satisfying to release something like that. Hmm. Good job, brain, thinking yeah. of things that are satisfying and not doing them. But oh. you know, I would build a game before I'd play one, I guess, hmm. which makes no sense. I liked the uh, Super Mario Run was really fun. 
It's like an infinite runner that's I not did infinite. Play I played that one. Yeah. 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 That was really good. And I mean, the mechanic of that was just so satisfying. Yes. Oh, man. I didn't get all the coins. I'm sure you did. Uh, I got most of them. I, I quit at a certain point because I'm like, this is just too much. Some of those levels are hard yeah. to get coins in. Yeah. I maxed out on the uh, the number of toads that I had from doing the toad rally. Wow. Stuff. And then I was done. And then they bumped it up to another right did you go back Ninety thousand more and no i did not <laughs> i did not do that i'm surprised they haven't expanded like added more levels and uh i think they did actually yeah and they've got um they just you released have to buy them or something? Mm-hmm. no because i opened it just the other day i didn't see any more levels. they just did an update where they released like a whole new pack of levels like oh. fast run levels that yeah. you complete in like less than 10 seconds oh jeez. yeah and you do like 20 in a row yeah it's kind of crazy but um yeah, that was like the most recent update. There's that one. There's a, a new one that I've been playing called Stage Hand. It's mm. fun. It's an infinite runner, but instead of moving the runner, you move the stage. Ah. So like you have to move the platforms like up and down and like make sure that he like gets on them. Crazy. And then like kind of you know, you, while he's on one, you might have to move it up so he can jump to the next one or move right. it down so he doesn't like jump into the next and fall in a pit. That's really cool. Yeah. The crazy thing about these games is like there's just I mean, a lot of these are, some of them are big companies, but a lot of these are just like indie developers. Yeah, it's like one they, or two people. And their full-time job is just making games. Because none of them are successful enough that they're like, I can quit my job forever. They're all just like just successful enough that they're basically making like a regular income, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. If you think about it. I mean, it's what people do with other types of applications. But for some reason with games, it feels like you have to just keep creating these things. Like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. There's a guy I met at like some meetup a few years ago who like his full time job actually was just making updates to this Android um like Scrabble type game. Huh. Like he he made like over a hundred grand just from this game from people like subscribing and buying upgrades and stuff like that. It's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's you forget that like people who make games are just like regular like they have like this is their regular job. Like I just mm. professionally make different games and people buy them. And that's, I make enough from each one that I can support my family and whatever, yeah. you know, like it's kind of cool. It's cool. It's, it's, it's easy to forget. And also it's easy to like not realize how many games come out all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> how many tiny games come out all the time. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. We'll never be able to play them all. No, especially me. Nope. <laughs> I'm really behind. <laughs> I feel maybe uh, every year I should just be like, What's a game I could zone out on and like play and just do it? Yeah, I guess Super Mario Run was that for me last year. Yeah. Pokemon, I played Pokemon Go with Nicole, but that was another like with Nicole. We would like drive. Dang it! Sorry, everybody. Um, we would drive out to places and play Pokemon Go and. Yeah, I I wish there was more of like a battle mechanic rather than just throwing just a Pokeball and catching. Capturing, them. yeah. Although, that I appeals mean, to some people. Like Nicole loves just collecting things mm-hmm. in games so like that that appealed to her a lot it, it wore me out a little bit after a while yeah but yeah there wasn't really a there wasn't a goal yeah that <laughs> it was, was just was the it. goal was just to keep catching them gotta catch them all and Never i tend ends. to not like those types of games tend to not get me and it seems like nicole like nicole tends to be yeah like, she's into that that yeah. type of build up build up build up mm-hmm. collect 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 game. well she like she loved wow and stuff like that yeah. like i mean in wow it's yeah. not the same but like it just it just goes on and on yeah, it's and grinding just, yeah it's just grinding and like hit the next level for no reason really you just right. there's some story but yeah i can't i can't do that i need the story to end or yeah, it feels like i'm in a prison those types of games i think would would appeal more to that person especially like man like world of warcraft or back in the day everquest I never put it on. Like, yeah. whew, that was big time suck. I big wasn't allowed time. to play it because, like, my, you parents, too much? my parents were worried that, like, I oh was going like, to lose my life to it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I had a friend who was like that with WoW. Like, he got into the... It was before they, like, would let you keep your rankings, I think. Like, mm-hmm. you would lose them after a certain point if you didn't keep oh, wow. playing. So, he was, like, doing PvP, like, seven or eight hours a day oh, my. while he was in college. He was nuts. He was, like, really highly ranked, but he was playing constantly. And he just, yeah. like, stopped becoming a person for a while. Mm. It's crazy, yeah. So, like, yeah, I can see that that happening. Did he have to drop out of college? Uh, he he was the guy on the road. Oh, like, that <laughs> bottle of alcohol. I was like, oh man, so many layers to this. Wow. No, he's a lawyer now. Actually, oh, wow. He, he did all right. I mean, he's. I think I, I I haven't stayed super in touch with him, but he's like 
not like a fast-paced lawyer making all the money like he's like trying to help people so he makes less he's not like he's doing fine though yeah he's doing fine wow but yeah so that's what happens i mean you play wow too much and you become a lawyer like that wow. is causation right there not everybody knows that wow he was inside a box schrodinger's dude yeah. opened it up and he was a lawyer at the end wow <laughs> he didn't die I'm bringing it all together. Wow. Just keep saying wow. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. It is so hard to say goodbye. So hard to say goodbye. Goodbye. Wow. I want to go back and listen to all of our intro music. Yeah, consecutively. Yeah. (laughs) So we realized um, that we don't do a great job of kind of closing out the show and giving you um, something to look at or toward or for so we put show notes in every show um, which you can usually see in most like podcast apps but if you're interested in kind of seeing all the episodes and all the show notes for all the episodes you can go to pointbypodcast.com and uh and check it out there we you know it's a, a website all of our episodes are hosted there we we do we're planning on doing kind of like regular uh community updates mm-hmm. where we sort of share a little bit about what's going on and and uh future stuff where uh we're working on and putting out uh, is there anything you want to add jp i mean i guess you can follow us on social media as yeah. well it's not really about the podcast but if you no, want it's to, not uh yeah we, we tweet Steve's about 99 things yeah at, at steve's 99 things and at jp camara jp camara at gmail.com and <laughs> <laughs> just kidding please don't all the social media stuff is is also on pointbypodcast.com too so um you can you can get it there uh what else oh there's also a contact form uh we would love oh, to yeah. hear what you think about the show um also we'd love to answer your questions uh any any sure. questions you might have either about us or the show or, or any anything really that we could potentially talk about yeah uh would be great it's not that we're trying to mine for topics <laughs> we really actually would love to hear your feedback love to know what you think about it and uh Definitely. we'd love to do a you know segment uh, on the show where we you know answer questions and give uh good candid honest feedback live live recorded pre-recorded live yeah yeah for you and if you're interested in coming to a live show uh we are we're (laughs) not scheduling one anytime soon nope we're playing at the wilbur all right goodbye now